are now listening to this episode of Tea with Key. So, you know how we do, we sip and we spill, but let me just tell y'all from jump, this episode is going to be a little different format than what I usually do, okay? So, what's another one of those solo dolo episodes? And let me just tell y'all, I just turned 25, woo cheers, <laughs> Tiki, hey, end of Leo season, all right? So, I decided for my birthday, which I usually, I usually don't do like a, you know, a gift to myself or whatever, but you know, I was like, I was thinking to myself, you know what? Let me do something different. So my mama had been talking about, oh, you know, like aligners this, aligners that. So like, you know, not braces, but the little plastic, whatever things that you like put on your teeth to make them straighter and all that jazz and whatnot. And she had been talking about it for a while. And I was like, oh, maybe, oh, maybe, oh, maybe. And basically I had saved up like, you know, like a little bit of money or whatever. I had like a little goal. I reached my goal. And then I was like thinking to myself, you know what? Like, I could do this. I could do this. So the only thing I had known, okay, like Invisalign or whatever, that's the thing. But she told me, my mom told me about uh, Smile Direct Club. And I was like, okay, let me let me do a little research or whatever. And uh, I signed up for the consultation. And I went and, you know, I asked a bunch of questions or whatever. And they did what they did. You know, here's a little box. Here was going to be like boom, bop, bam. And then I don't know all the technical terms, but you know, I probably should look this up because the way I'm gonna explain it is like, I mean, you could just like, you could you could just like look up a video, but they basically take this thing and they like spread your mouth wide. This thing like takes, I think she said like, takes 6,000 pictures a second of like your teeth. And basically you get to look at them making what's gonna be the mold for your aligners. So she does that. And you know, like I said, I, I had been saving up some money, so I was like, well, you know, like I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to do the trying to make this happen or whatever. So we go through the process and she's like, okay, you know, you want to do a payment plan? You want to pay it at all? And I'm like, I'd rather just like one and done this shit. So we one and done it or whatever. I give her like my info and, um, you know, I'm on my merry way. So and she was saying like originally, oh, it might take like four to six weeks for them to like actually like make your aligners and like mail them to you or like make them, make them plus getting, basically I was thinking like, okay, four weeks, I ain't gonna see them. But they put these shades together like so fast, literally. And we're gonna, we're gonna get into the meat and potatoes of this episode. But basically I was moving. So I was like, well, shit, you know, I gotta, Gotta update my address, all that jazz. Gonna make sure like these don't get delivered to the wrong place. But then I'm like, when they're gonna get delivered? Point, 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 point is on today's episode, I'm not gonna be sipping tea because I have my aligners in right now and low key, high key. I had worn, they was like, okay, you need to put these ones, the first ones in for a week and then the next ones in for a week. So I literally just put the, this my second week. I put them in yesterday. Long story short, I was in Orlando this weekend meeting my boyfriend's parents and his childhood friends. And low key, high key, I was doing a fair share of snacking and indulging in beverages. So real talk, real talk. Did not have my aligners in for the 22 hours, you know, per suggestion. And so legit getting back to Atlanta last night and like putting my aligners in, my week two ones, I had literally just got used to the week ones, like not hurting the shit out of my fucking teeth. They did not say that in the consultation. 
At no point in time at the consultation did she ever say pain or hurt or anything along those lines. So I was just, I was unprepared. I was taken aback. Like I should have known, I guess, like common sense what my mom said, but you know, they say common sense ain't so common. And you know, I wasn't really working with that. But the point is, I had, I wasn't, when I was in Orlando, I wasn't leaving him in for 22 hours. So I put my week two Wednesday last night and legit, I was thinking to myself like, okay, like this shit can't hurt more than it does already. Like it's not, it's not, it's not hurting more, like, but it's not hurting less. It was just like, okay, like I'm kind of used to this or whatever. Yo, when I tell you I put the week two aligners in my mouth and it hurt more than week one. And I was just like, like I wasn't crying or anything, but I was just like, I was like, this ain't it. But then, you know, I had I had just, you know, dropped $1,800. So I'm like, you know, I, I can't not wear them. Like, you know, I'm like, I need to, you know, muster up whatever. Like, and I don't know if y'all know this, but I have an extremely low pain tolerance. I kid you not. I still cry when I get my eyebrows and my lip done. And they'd be like, are you okay? Are you okay? And I'd be like... Yes, I'm fine. It's just me. It's not you. Like, don't worry about it. Like, it's, you know, it, it is what it is. It's just like, I like, I be sensitive. Like, I don't want to be sensitive. Like, you know, and they be giving me tissues and whatnot. And I'm just like, this is me, you know? So when it came to the aligners, I was just like, like, I've been popping, you know, Tylenol, ibuprofen. Apparently, Advil is like making like ibuprofen that now has like acetaminophen in it too. Cause like, People on COVID, like, couldn't, you, you weren't taking ibuprofen, you were taking acetaminophen to, like, lower your fever. And, I don't know. The point is, they trying to, Advil trying to do it all. They're trying to do a two-in-one. The point is, I've been doing a little mix of that and also getting ice because I'm just, like, I just, I'm, like, I, I can't. I can't. So, when I was thinking about doing this episode, I was, like, I know it's going to do a solo episode when I got back from Orlando. So I'm sitting here in my new apartment and I'm just like, I want to do what I do and have my cup of tea, but I'm like, I know for sure. Like I drank a cup of coffee earlier this morning because I had to hit the ground running when it came to work for a bunch of like, you know, prep stuff for tomorrow, like first of the month or whatever. And I was like, I was like, can I take like an hour just to have a cup, do my little episode, whatever. I've already had my coffee. I have not eaten shit today. So I'm like, I'm really trying to, I'm really trying to be on this 22 hours considering how much these shits hurt and knowing like I wasn't leaving the first weeks in for 22 hours a day. So long story short, I say that for this intro to say, yes, this is Tea with Key. Yes, we sip and spill, but I ain't got a cup right now. And if I sound a little different, it's because I got the aligners in my mouth. Real talk, real talk. First week, I kid you not, I don't know what it was. It was like the part that was sticking out the bottom was like fucking with my tongue. So I felt like my tongue was like low key kind of getting sliced. So I'm like, I'm feeling like the aligners like literally gripping my teeth, like yanking them, trying to like put them in like a different position in my gums. And then I have like the lower left side literally is like slice, not slicing the fuck out of my tongue, but just like the pressure of it. And I was just like, I guess like, does your tongue get calluses or some shit like that? I don't know. I was like, my tongue's gonna get stronger on that side because it's rubbing up against it. And I'm like, I needed to at least do this for four months. Is it gonna get, the, the point is, it's a whole fucking new experience, but I'm trying to do the 22 hours a day. The point is, treated myself on my birthday, got myself aligners, put these shits in, 
And the story I'm about to tell y'all, a little recapitulation, whatever recap is actually short for, happened on my birthday. And I'm going to tell y'all this from jump. So I need to give y'all a little backstory because this is actually not how shit was supposed to go down. So long story short, I'm going to give y'all the main points so we can move on to the meat and potatoes of, the, of this episode. I lived in North Druid Hills. I liked my neighborhood. I said, you know what, I'm a, I'm, I'm a stay. But it was for, for these two main reasons. Like, the location was good, and the price that I saw for a single bedroom, there was one unit that was like hella cheap, okay? So when I saw it, you know, I called the leasing office. I was like, hey, I'm a current resident. You know, my lease is ending. Me and my roommate had already put in our 60-day notice because we were going to be, you know, vacating that unit. And, you know, I knew that I wanted to go back to living alone, um, just my personal preference at this point in my life. And I called the leasing office and I'm like, you know, I see this unit, like it's mad cheap, like compared to the other ones, like, you know, it's something up, like does someone get murdered or something? I like legit asked that. And I guess like he wasn't really like entertaining like the conversation because he was just like, I don't know why it's that price, but it's that price. So I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And then I said something dumb. I was like, well, you know, I live here and like, you know, someone's currently living there, but they're going to be like moving out. Do you think like I can knock on their door and be like, hey, I live in a neighborhood too. Like, can I see, you know, your spot? And then he's like, uh, yeah, no, I wouldn't be doing that. And I'm like, wow, it's like 2020, like even before 2020, like even when you own your own house, it ain't safe. So I was just like, okay, yeah, I'm going to abandon that idea. But point, point, point is on paper, my lease, it was ending August 31st. Okay. But the unit I saw, the lease wasn't going to be available to start until September 1st. So I was like, shit, well, I'm not trying to be in a position where, you know, I put my shit in the truck. And then, like, that night, I'm like, okay, la di da da And I can't, you know, actually put it where it's supposed to be until the next day. So I contact the leasing office. And I'm like, hey, I live in this unit. I want to move into that unit. Can we amend the lease by a day so that we can, you know, I can move out August 31st officially on paper, but also move in August 31st into the new unit. So I kid you not. And, you know, it's, it's COVID time. So, you know, walking into the office, like all willy nilly, like, you know, without a mask, like anything. So, you know, I put my mask on, got extra masks in the car, got masks like my, my bag, got, got masks everywhere because you just you go, you're going to need it. So you just you might as well just, you know, put some masks everywhere. So. I go to the leasing office and they're like, okay, you know, I, I go through the front part, but they're like, you need to talk to residents relations or whatever. Cause going through the front is like people who don't live there, who got an interest, but going through the back, it's like, okay, you know, boom, bop, bam. Eventually I get a meeting scheduled with the, you know, residents relation person in the back of the office. And I, we legit sat down, had an in-person face-to-face, you know, mask on and had a 30 minute conversation about how this was going to get executed. Okay. So she told me she could amend the lease so that I could move in August 31st. Um, I was already a, you know, I was a current resident. So she said that she was going to have to set up another portal profile for me because the profile like that I had, you know, currently was for my current unit at the moment that I was going to move into. So she said that, you know, she was going to get all that done. She, you know, asked me for my last three pace. I paced up. I had everything, like everything prepared. Okay, I had like I knew all the questions were gonna be because this this is why it was going down like this. And I didn't understand in the beginning, but 
Typically, when you want to transfer, they like say you got to pay like a $400 or $500 fee or whatever to a different unit. But apparently, like I had to put in my 60 days, which I did with my roommate because we were vacating that unit. But I still had to apply to live in another unit, which didn't make sense to me from jump because I was like, I've lived in this neighborhood for two years. But basically, y'all are treating me like I had never lived here at all because I'm having to basically do with like the regular, regular schmegulars, like who, you know, don't live in the neighborhood I had to do. But one of the people in Leaves' office was like, well, it works out like financially better because I think like one of the fees was like $69 and the other one was like $99. So either way, it came out to be, you know, less than um, that 400 500 And then there was like a $100 money order for like the, you know, deposit. So like, you know, you get it back when you move out or whatever. But anyway, so I'm thinking like, you know, we're good to go. Like I, you know, I got my meeting in person, you know, we're, we're chit-chatting, we build a rapport, everything's everything. Like we had the same color nails. Like she was also from North Carolina. I was like, yo, we in this, right? And there were no red, there were no red flags. So, you know, I go back home or whatever. I'm thinking like, all right, like this is what it's, this is what's going to be. So, you know, I start texting my friends, asking, like, hey, like, can y'all help me move? I'm going to be moving on Monday, August 31st. Like, at this time, I think I told them, like, 3 to 6 p.m. I was, like, it probably, like, you know, shouldn't take longer than that because, like, I had up, like, a bunch of my people that were, like, oh, yeah, we can do this, we can do this, we can do this. So I'm thinking I'm good, right? But here, here, here's where the problems came into it. So all of this was, all this was talking, okay? And... I didn't have anything in writing, okay? Because I got, like, my little, you know, welcome whatever letter in my email, but it was, like, very generic. It, you know, didn't have my unit. It didn't have the move-in date. No prices, no nothing. It was just a very, like, generic email. So I was, like, thinking, like, well, I want to, like, like, I know we've been, you know, talking in person about this, like, in the office, but I'm, like, I want to be able to, you know, see it on paper. So, you know, and, like, I'm, I swear, I don't, I've never worked in a leasing office, so I don't know how, you know, phone calls or whatever work, but I swear I'd be calling and, like, nobody would be answering. Or, like, I'd call and I'd be like, can I speak to, like, this person? And they'd be like, okay, we'll transfer you, then you get transferred, and, like, it goes to their phone, but then it'll pick up. So I'm like, all right, screw this. It's COVID. We work from home anyways. I'm in a neighborhood. I'm going to just, you know, pull up in person. Put mask on, pull up in person, and they're like, because I, I had gone to the back strategically. I was like, I know I'll go to the back this time. I know that the leasing office opens an hour before like the residence relation person gets there. So I'm like, ha, I got this. Like, I know I'm going to wait until 10 o'clock on a dot to go. So I wait till 10 and I drive because it's on the other, like the other half of the neighborhood. And I was like, I'm not going to walk this because I'm trying to be efficient AF. Um, so I go and... You know, I rang the little doorbell or whatever, and nobody's coming. And, of course, you know, it's COVID, so it's like, you know, things are locked. And I'm looking, and I'm like, the way it was set up is, like, you could only see the area that people could stand in, but not the actual office. But, of course, because it's COVID, ain't nobody, like, you know, waiting because you can't just, like, you know, walk in all willy-nilly. So I stand outside for a while, and, you know, it's always that awkward, like, did they hear the doorbell ring? Like, do I ring the doorbell again? Like, do I just, like, stand here and wait? And then it's, like, also, like, how long do you wait? And I was just like, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to go around to the front. So I go around to the front, and I'm basically like, I'm here to talk to so-and-so. Like, this is what, you know, we had discussed, but I need to, like, you know, talk to her about seeing stuff and writing. And basically, they're like, oh, yeah, she's back there. She's back there. Um, so I go back there, and, like, 
I had told like you know I had told her I was like okay this is you know what my issue is like this is what I need. The next problem was that I did not actually get to talk to the original woman who I had talked to in person when I sat down. Somebody else came out, and I was thinking like okay well like I, when when I have a conversation with someone about business and then it's like. I need to confirm like what we talked about. I don't like having to talk to someone else because it's like, this is not the person that I sat down with. So like the problem that I had was I needed to reiterate, you know, myself again and basically give her the rundown. And this is what it came to. So basically I was like, I don't have anything in writing. Um, I haven't officially signed a lease, but you know, like I met with so-and-so and they're like, I can move in on this date. But like, you know, I don't have anything in writing. And we're like, oh, you should have gotten a welcome letter. And I was like, yeah, I got a welcome letter, but it doesn't have what my unit is going to be, the move-in date or anything like that. It was very generic. So she's like, okay, okay, okay. So she goes back in. And I hate that too, because honestly, I'm looking dumb because like, it's, you know, it's COVID, so you, you can't just like pull up or whatever. So I'm standing outside thinking like, like, I don't know when, you know, like she's going to be back. So she comes back and she's like, yeah, well, you can't sign your lease um, until you do your, like, in-person walkthrough. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, you can't do your in-person walkthrough because there's someone still living in the unit. And I was like, okay, what does that mean for me? And she basically said, well, yeah, you have to wait for the people to move out who are currently there, and then we have to see if everything's okay with the apartment and then we have to let you know. And I was like, what does that mean? Because I was like, you know, I told her, I was like, I've already told my friends, like, I'm moving in August 31st, like, meet me here this time. Um, and I would like, legit that day, I was going to go ahead and, like, rent a U-Haul, too, you know? And so I'm telling her this, and she's like, well, we don't know if everything's going to be okay to go. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, well, after they leave, like, if something's, like, you know, wrong, we'll have to, like, address it. But, like, we won't know until, like, they dip. And I was like... What does that mean for me? And she's like, well, that would mean like we'd have to push your move-in date. And I was like, huh? And she was like, yeah, so you would just be staying in your unit like for, you know, X amount of days until we got that figured out. And I was like, so you're telling me I sat down with someone and she said I could move in on this date, but I actually might not be able to move on to this date. And that, that just was not sitting well with me because I was like, I basically felt like I was hanging on like, What's the phrase? Like I was getting hung on by a string or they were hanging me on by a string. What is the phrase? The point is, I don't like uncertainty. And it confused me because I was like, are they treating me this way because like I already live in the neighborhood? Because I was like, what if I didn't live in the neighborhood? And I literally had a conversation with her about I can move in on this date, August 31st. And if I didn't live in a neighborhood, like, what if I live, like, you know, like, I originally, you know, came from Greensboro. So I didn't understand why she was saying, like, that it may not be that date and she could not tell me at that time. That was so much uncertainty for me. And I was just, like, I was just, I was just literally standing there, like, okay, okay. Like, I'm soaking up the information she's saying. And it was literally, like, a, what, what also got me, too, is I had also, um, I had already given my money order, by the way, because I was, like, trying to be as proactive as possible and I had already paid the, um, the like, admin fee and, like, the app fee or some shit. I had paid two fees, like, online, like, with my card. But then they said for, like, the deposit, I had to get a money order. So I had, like, gone to Kroger, got the money order, and they had already received it. And she had confirmed that they received it. So I guess I was just even more confused because I was like, I'm taking all this stuff, like, on my part. And I'm thinking, like, we're good to go. And real talk, real talk, 
I like I left right. Went back went back home. I told my roommate, I was like, yo, they got me fucked up. I got text my boyfriend. I was like, yo, they got me fucked up. I'm like, there is so much uncertainty around this. And I thought, like, talking to the girl from before when we had that 30-minute meeting, that everything was set in stone. But long story short, I'm going to tell you what the real deal is. The real deal, real deal. So on top of not knowing if I could actually move in on that date and not having anything in writing, because my roommate ended up saying, the bad thing is nothing's in writing. But the good thing is nothing's in writing because basically like I, I sat down with myself and I was like, OK, I got to make a decision because, you know, it's August. I'm like, regardless, like I got to I got to move, you know, like, you know, time is ticking. And real talk, real talk, literally the only reasons why I was like, OK, I'm just going to move. Like it was li- literally a unit over like you, you turn like there's my unit. If you were to like not make that turn and make the next turn, like that was the unit I was going to be moving into. So I really sat down with myself and I kid you not. So the unit that I was in honestly was shitty. And I, I didn't realize like how shitty it was until like I was already like in it too deep. But um, the floors were uneven. Um, there was water damage and they said that they had fixed the roof and we were on the top level. They said they fixed the roof. But we kind of like knew that wasn't true because like more spots in the steel in more spots in the ceiling started like cracking and you could see like where the water was coming down. And there was this one specific spot in the living room where like more and more cracks and like you could like, you know, like when the walls are wet, like how it gets darker, like you could see that. And there was this there was this one specific spot that was like kind of in like living room slash like going into the hallway where the spot like kept like like expanding, like getting bigger. So even though they told us like they had fixed the roof, like we knew, like we, we're not dumb. Like we clearly can see like, this water damage like in, you know, our ceilings. And then on top of that, um, which I had brought up at the beginning of this lease at the end of like when my old roommate moved out, like I took pictures and like I sent it to my mom and I was like, this looks like mold, okay? So I took the pictures, I went to the leasing office, and I had put in like a service request for this too. But I was like, I need to talk to my person. I was like, there is mold. Like, I'm looking at these vents, like this is mold. And they were like, oh no, it's not mold. It's just like, you know, it's like when the AC goes and like the condensation mixes with the dirt, that's what it looks like. So they came and like they quote unquote cleaned the vents, but that shit came right back. And I tried to explain to them, I was like, I was like, I told y'all from jump that it was mold. And y'all were like, nah, it's not. And the shit came back. And here's how we also knew it was mold. What ended up happening, <clears throat> ooh, excuse me, what ended up happening is one of our vents, like the bigger vent, like right when, you, right when you walk into the apartment, literally, I kid you not, fell out of the ceiling. The whole, like the whole like giant vent just fell out and like fell on the floor. And this happened when I was gone. Like, my roommate was there. And so he had, like, sent me, like, a picture and a video saying, like, this whole shit fell out. And you could see all the mold, like, inside. Like, the whole event was, like, on the ground. So it's literally this giant, like, square just, like, in the ceiling, you know? So there was that. And then on top of that, what they ended up doing, which they had not done the first year I lived there. Um, <clears throat> so sometime, like, into, like, my second year with, like, this roommate, um, they basically said, okay, we're going to have valet trash. 
And, like, you know, nobody could opt out of it. And, like, I'd heard of Valley Trash before. I'd witnessed it in, like, other, you know, friends' neighborhoods. And it had looked like it was working for them. But, honestly, real talk, real talk, real talk, it was not working for us. I kid you not, as soon as Valley Trash became a thing, the fattest, thickest, fastest, creepiest, crawliest roaches I had ever seen in my life started to pop up. And I was freaking the fuck out. Like I've dealt with roaches before. Um, like when I lived in New York City, like, I mean, obviously like it's New York City. Like if you're not like, it's New York City. Like there's roaches like everywhere. Um, but they, those were tiny and like, it really like upset me then. And like, there was also this time where like um, someone like close to someone close to me had passed and we like went to this like little like bumblefuck city or whatever. And said, it's like a little bumblefuck hotel, and there were like roaches, and I was just like, I can't, like, I literally couldn't sleep. I know rationally, like, we are like so much more bigger than they are, but I was just like, I just, I just don't do roaches. And when I tell you, like, these things were like jai fucking enormous. They were like roaches on steroids. Like, even sometimes now, I'm like, like the apartment I have right now is like nice. Like the only thing I've seen is like two roly polies, and I'm like, I can deal with that because roly polies are like, I don't want a roly poly, whatever. Um, scoop them up, let them outside. But like, I just, I can't do roaches at all. So like, there was also that because they also said the trash valet would come five days. So they, ch- so they, ch- they charge everyone, they tack it on to rent every month. Um, but then they don't even be coming. Like literally, they would say like, okay, it wouldn't come on Wednesdays and Saturdays. So it'd be like, okay, cool. So we put it out on the other days. And legit, like days would pass in a row without them picking it up. And I'm just like, so I get upset because it's like, it's a service that I can't opt out of. So like I'm paying more a month, but then it's like, they're actually not picking it up on all the days they say they're going to pick it up. And like being that everyone in the neighborhood has all their trash just sitting outside their door, it's like, you know, attracting roaches. And basically I was just like, I just, I wasn't with it, you know? So that's when, when she was like, okay, you know, it might be a case where I have to stay in the unit longer. Honestly, I've been done with the unit. And with the whole, like, not knowing if August 31st was the actual date that I could be, like, in the new unit. And I, that's the thing, too. Like, once that conversation had happened and I, sat, I went back home and I sat down with myself, I was like, okay, so I know what my unit is like. Even though this unit is, like, the next street over, being that I can't, being that I can't see what it's actually like because you know everyone's still living in the units and like the next one over, I was like, what are the odds that it's not gonna be the same problems I have right now? Like I could be wishful thinking, thinking like, okay, it's you know the unit like in the next street over from me. Like I could be thinking like optimistically, like it's gonna be different. But when I sat down myself and just taking everything into consideration, I was just like you know what, like, no, like, I, I can't, and I won't, I won't give y'all the whole spiel about how hard it was looking for a place, because, I mean, y'all know how it is, it's, it's August, it's COVID, which makes, you know, in-person things harder, and just, you know, it's, it's a process, it's a process, but I basically had to go through the process, um, but long story short, I ended up finding a place, um, it was within, Okay, well, it was it was slightly out of this place is slightly out of my price range, not gonna lie, but um, for like what I'm getting, like I think it's worth it. So, 
Anyways, 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 you know, I always tell y'all when we get into the meat and the potatoes of the episode, but I want to tell y'all straight up, straight up, straight up. When I had moved to Atlanta, I drove a U-Haul. It's my first time. And I got my friends to help me move. Next spot, friends, my dad and my stepmom. So they were like, yo, last time was terrible. We're not helping you again. I was like, facts. Because physically, we ain't the strongest people, okay? I knew that. I knew that. But I'm like, you know, light as a feather, stiff as a board. What's the phrase? Light as a feather, stiff as a board. You know, the two, hand, the two, two pair of fingers, whatever. I was like, okay, more hands, like less, you know. All that jazz, math, physics, y'all know. So, anyways, I ended up, you know, I had to tell my friends, like, hey, yeah, like, um, I'm not moving out August 31st. I ended up, considering I knew I was going to Orlando, like, this past weekend, um, and having the option of moving in earlier, I was like, real talk, real talk, I'm, I'm going to move in on my birthday. <laughs> like, rationally, when I was looking at it, because I was also like, I don't want to wait until the last day now that I have the option to move in earlier. So I'm about to tell y'all what went down. And I will say this, never, ever, 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 ever will I move myself again. Like, I am glad that I have my friends to help me, but never, ever, 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 forever, ever, Will I do this again? I will 100% get a moving company. And the, the reasons why I didn't want to from jump is because I was looking at, you know, the prices and whatnot. And I was like, all right, I can just like save money and just be in control of everything if I like get my friends to help me move, you know? Because I, and like it was my birthday. So I was already thinking too, like, of course, you know, afterwards we're going to drink, we're going to smoke, we're going to eat or whatever. I was like, I got that. I'm like, I'm like, and I had, um, already calculated approximately how much it would have been to like rent the U-Haul, um, for how many miles I was driving, like what size of the truck and like the gas. So I was like thinking to myself, I'm saving so much money, you know, like getting my friends to help me move. And then we also get to hang out together on my birthday and then just like, you know, chill afterwards, like, you know, enjoy the fruits of our labor. <sighs> y'all. All right. If y'all know me, y'all know I'm not the most aware person. Okay, but I'm going to just tell y'all, I'm going to just tell y'all all the things that went down. So wake up, it's Saturday, August 22nd. I'm like, yeah, it's my birthday, turning 25, all that jazz. I'm going to my new place, which I'm like fucking excited about. Okay, like the apartment is like dope as fuck. The area is nice as fuck. And, you know, I got this energy, right? So I had a few people say that they was going to, you know, meet me at my apartment at 2.30 to move. And then I had had another friend who said he was going to meet me later, actually at my apart, like the new apartment to, you know, bring the stuff in. So I'm thinking like, you know, I got my T's crossed, my I's dotted. I went ahead and like broke down everything. I was, you know, unscrewing shit or whatever so that my bed and stuff was apart. My dresser in the mirror, like all of that was already broken down. I got my respective bags with my screws and my washers and my bolts and like all that jazz. You know, everything is like taken out of the cabinets, out of the drawers, like everything is separated. So like everything was everything, okay? Everything was accounted for, all right? Like it wasn't no like y'all helping me pack. Like no, everything was like ready, like in the living room or like ready in the bedroom, like the, you know, the bed and the dresser. So I'm thinking it's going to be like, you know, easy peasy lemon squeezy. But from jump, and I swear like 
I really want to be a more careful person, but y'all y'all listen the more this episode goes on. So, you know, I get I get the U-Haul, right? Actually, yo, let me tell y'all, because I oh God, not mm, how how do I phrase this? So you can pick up the U-Haul and you rent it for X amount of hours, as you know. And you can either drop it off at the location you picked it up from or drop it off at a new location. Like I said, I had done the math and it was cheaper to drop it off back at the original location than to drop it off um, at the location near my new apartment, okay? So in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to drive myself, leave my car there, do the U-Haul shit, then when I drop it off, I get my car, boom, bop, bam. Yo, I am so dumb. I guess I'm going to be thinking, I pull up to the U-Haul place, right? You know, I'm like by myself, like in my car. I pull up and all the parking spots are literally like, 15 minutes like no no more parking than that or like we're you know telling you or booting you I think it said towing because I was like oh ah and I was like oh my god I bet everyone thinks that they're gonna like pull up and just park there like for x amount of time and then like whatever so I was like shit I was like I gotta think fast so real talk went across the street and there was like I don't even know there was like some supermarket and some mattress store and some other place or whatever but like all the signs in the back were like you can't park here for Marta, you know, because some people like will park and then get on Marta, like the bus or whatever. Boom, bop, bam. And I was like, all right, I know if I park at the U-Haul spot, they definitely going to see me pull up and like leave my car sitting there. But I was like this grocery, you know, grocery parking lot, mattress parking lot, whatever, like no Marta ass parking lot, whatever. I'm like, I probably have like a lower chance of getting you know, towed or booted. I've never been towed or booted, by the way. Park my car and then I did my little jaywalk run because at this point I had not factored in the, in the timing of like having to park somewhere else. And then of course with jaywalking, you know, you got to make sure you don't get hit or whatever. Cause I really wasn't trying to like walk all the way to the other end, like do it the safe way. Cause I was like, time is ticking. The point is do my little jaywalk run. I get up in the U-Haul place and man, I also not accounted for the time it would take to be there. Cause they got two people working and the person on the right, low key, high key, his pace I love sloths, and if y'all have seen Zootopia, the sloths are the only animals that work at the DMV, and that's what I felt like. But luckily, the person to his left, he was a little more efficient, whatever, do what we do, paperwork, blase, 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 get the U-Haul, go back. My people are, well, <laughs> most of my people are there. Anyways, I, I swear, I swear I know like how to use my arms and shit, but literally the first, the first fuck up, I'm pulling like the, um, the ramp out and it's like kind of stuck, but I'm like, I got this, I got this. I keep yanking it. I'm like, yank, yank. Like, I know how to yank. I'm a yanker. I got this. Okay, whatever. But when I went to drop it, I kid you not, I did not move my left foot. And so literally that thing came down so hard on my left big toe. Y'all, I felt like crying. But I was like, it's too early. Like, I was like, we ain't even like got to like putting the stuff in the truck yet. I was like, I can't like, you know, like what's out now. I was like, I gotta just like keep it in, like, you know, whatever. I was just like, I was like, I was like, I cannot believe myself. Like, what in the world? And, you know, like my boyfriend's there, like my friends are there. And I'm just like, all right, remain calm, remain calm. So that was the first thing that I kind of like fucked up. I was like, oh shit, like, 
I like legitimately like already like hurt myself. Like what? Like in the absolute world. <clears throat> One of the things that really got me was okay. So y'all all know about CP time, right? Who? I was really thinking that on this day that you know it would not apply because you know on top of like it's it's moving okay like you know it's Atlanta Georgia the sun is out okay like it's a Saturday everybody trying to just like you know get things over be on their merry way but I'm like it was also my birthday so I was kind of hoping to like okay like you know like my people they like they're gonna like no, no, they're gonna show up they're gonna show out whatever like you know I was like this is like I don't like ask for like gifts or whatever I'm like my like your presence is my gift like you know, like we need some, we need some, we need some power over here, you know? So one of my friends I asked and I strategically asked him, okay? Cause I knew he was strong. And on top of that, this motherfucker lived in my neighborhood. Okay. Like legitimately he lives in the same half of the neighborhood I do. So I'm thinking like, this is going to be the first person to show up. Cause he's literally less than a hop, skip and a jump. Like he could sneeze and fall backwards and just land in my apartment. Like, legit. Like, that's how close he is, right? So, you know, at first I was like, we're going to do like a little, you know, five, five, ten, maybe 15 minute window. And I was like, all right, I need to see, like, you know, what's up. So I hit him up and he's like, you know, like, he going to be on his way, whatever. More time passes and I'm like, you know what? Like, I usually don't call people like that. But I'm like, I need to, like, know, like, right now. So I call him. And he's like, I'm on my way, I'm on my way, I'm on the highway. And I'm just like, okay, like, you know, you knew what time. Like, here's the thing. I don't mind, like, had I been told you were going to be late? And, like, had I been told, like, how late? Like, I would have been cool. But not being told that, like, basically he ended up, like, coming, like, over an hour late. And so we were trying to, you know, like, move things or whatever. Because mind you, too, I had already told... So my friend's boyfriend, like, who's also, like, my friend, like, we've hung out before, um, you know, all together. Like, I had already told him what time we were going to be at my new apartment. So we already had this, like, time frame set. So it just, like, it was, it was throwing me off, you know, because we were having to go slower because, you know, we was down a person. We was down, like, you know, a, a key player, you know. And so I was just like, oh, I was like, it's out of my control. If he comes, he comes. If he doesn't, he doesn't. Eventually, he shows up, okay? And I'm like, I'm thankful, you know, that you're here. Um, you know, I was excited and whatnot because I was like, I can't get mad because getting mad, like, there's no results. Like, what? Like, what are the results, you know? So I was just like, I am thankful you were here. Okay, so we get everything onto the truck. And this friend, the friend who showed up late, um, he couldn't help me, like, in the next step. So, like, when we drove to, you know, my new complex or whatever. But, like I said, I had a friend that was going to, you know, help us when we got there. So, the next, the next sequence of, of events of uh, my, my fuck-ups. Oh, man. Okay, so I'm driving the U-Haul. And, you know, I've only done it once before. And, you know, it's kind of big or whatever. Obviously bigger than, you know, my little sedan. My only thought is, like, let me just get from, like, point A to point B, okay? It was mad traffic, so the GPS was like, you ain't getting on the highway. You taking these little roundabouts, like, this street, back street, whatever street. So I'm like, okay, cool, 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 cool. My goal is just, like, let me just, you know, get there. So we get there, right? Uh, my friends are there, of course, because, you know, I'm like, I, you know, I was driving, like, <laughs> cautiously. So, you know, it took me a little more time uh, to get there. But anyways... 
Um, I see a spot, you know, the U-Haul's big, so I'm like, okay, I see a spot, we're gonna fit right there. I park, but when we pull the thing out, did not slam my big toe this time, because I learned from my mistakes. Um, we pull it out, and it lands on like a, like one of the speed humps, and we're like, okay, well, you know, we kind of like want it to like land more flat, so we don't like, you know, whatever. Also, the way I was, it kind of would like fucked up people like trying to get through like the next part in the neighborhood. And at first I was like, man, I don't really give a fuck. I'm trying to like, just like, you know, get this stuff off the truck. But my friend's like, no, like you could like, you know, pull up on this like little area, like that had some mulch where like people weren't going to drive anyways. And it's a U-Haul, you know, it's, it's a big, it's a big thing. It got, you know, big wheels, all that jazz, whatever. So I'm like, okay, that's what I'm going to do. And let me tell you. Okay. So, um, like my boyfriend was there, like one of my friends were there and like, they were like, outside like watching but like I wasn't looking at them and so long story short um I'm in the U-Haul and I'm thinking that like I'm doing okay like getting up you know on this like curb mulch whatever like non-parking but I'm gonna park here so I'm not in other people's way spot and long story short I ended up hitting a car um it was a parked car and like, I look at my boyfriend's face, and he's literally cringing. And, like, I didn't, like, I hadn't, like, looked at his face before. So, like, I didn't, like, I wasn't, like, paying attention. I was just, like, I got this. Like, I'm going to just go over there and just, like, boom, boom, boom. But that boom, 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 was, like, a, like, I just, I could not believe it. I felt so terrible. I was literally, like, are you fucking kidding me? And for some reason, like, in my mind, I thought, like, oh, if I, like, I don't know. At the time, I was, like, if I back up and... I don't even, the point is, the damage was done, okay? So, you know, I re-whatever, readjust myself and, like, you know, get up on the, the little part I'm supposed to be on uh, so people can still drive around. And I was just like, are you absolutely kidding me? And I was just like, well, damn. Like, I literally, like, I just was literally standing there like, what the absolute fuck? So, you know, a good human writes a note. So I went inside, got some tape, you know, wrote my name, my number. I was like, I'm sorry, you know, this happened. And I went back outside and um, I like stuck it in their, um, like on their windshield, under the windshield wiper. And anxiety really kicked in because we had just started taking stuff off the truck. So I was like, what are the odds that whoever like has this car comes out? And sure enough. Um, yeah, so my neighbor, my new neighbor, lo and behold, walks out and I'm like, I'm like hoping like he's like not gonna like walk towards the car and he is and I'm like literally in my mind freaking the fuck out. So I'm like, you know what? I gotta hop in a situation like we're adults, like you just, you know, you person the fuck up, whatever. So I like, you know, do a little jig or whatever, like over to his car and I like strategically like stick my arm out and like pick up the note like out the windshield and like, so he sees like I had already like written the note and like stuck it on his car before he comes out. And I'm like, hey, like, is this your car? Like, I'm so sorry. Like I was driving the U-Haul and like, you know, I just like wasn't paying attention. And like his facial expression was like, I wish like, I mean, this is a podcast, so obviously like you can't see my face, but it was just kind of like a like a disbelief kind of look. And he was like, well, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And I was just like, I don't know. I was like, I've never experienced this. 
and I guess because like I was really like really anxious, like I was over talking and he was like more so like staring at the car and like not saying anything, which made me even more anxious because I'm like, oh my God, like I'm like, I don't have like any like words to work off of. He basically was like, okay, I got your info. And I was like, yeah, like, um, I was like, yeah, like this is, this is the number, you know, building I live in. He was like, yeah, like I live in the same number, like, but like where? So I told him the letter. So I'm like, yeah, like, you know, I just, oh my goodness gracious. I was so overly apologetic. And the crazy thing is too, one of my best friends, Daphne, had called me and I literally, I was so scatterbrained that I was just like, I had like answered, but then like I hadn't really answered and like, like I had the phone in my hand, but like I didn't. And it was just like, I was just so scatterbrained and I was just like so scared and so nervous. And he was like, you know, he's going to like get appraised how much it cost or whatever and like get back to me. And I was like, yeah, like you, you have my name, you have my number, like, and you know, now he like, he knows like where I live. So like he had like, you know, every way like, like to contact me. And so that happened, and I, and I told Daphne, I'm like, now's a bad time, like, you know, like, can I call you back? And I was so frazzled that, because friction, friction makes me frazzled. Like, it's just, it's just, that's, that's how I've always been. I don't know if, like, I'll always continue to be that way. I hope in the future not, but here we are, 2020. Anyways, so, you know, I get back on, like, the truck, like, the U-Haul, like, you know, in the back, like, you know, to help, like, take the rest of the stuff off. And because I was so frazzled, I wasn't paying attention, and I basically, like, smashed my head into this metal plate. And when I say metal plate, um, so I have, like, one of those desks that you can, like, you know, rise up and down. Like, it has the metal part, and then it has, like, the desk part, and you can, like, you know, press the button so, like, it extends, like, and goes higher and higher and higher so you can stand up and work at the same time. Um, I was so frazzled. I literally hit my head on that. And yo, when I tell y'all it hurt, like it hurt. And like one of my friends was like, are you okay? Are you okay? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, in my mind, I was like, what in the fucking world? So I was literally, I was, (laughs) I was emotionally hurt because, you know, of what had just happened, like with my neighbor. And then I was physically hurt because I literally just hit my head. And I kid you not, like, I like legit like almost I thought I was gonna cry could you not I thought I was gonna have a panic attack and I was like yo I gotta like walk away from everyone like right now and I was like all right I'm going to the bathroom like whatever I walk away from everyone and I like you know sit down myself and like recatch my breath and all that stuff and like have to like you know remind myself like all right you gotta be rational you got a task to do the task is to get the other stuff inside boom bye bam and so it took me a while to calm down but I eventually calmed down and so I was like, okay, you know, like you just, we just, we just, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta keep it going, you know? So we didn't have any more problems like at the time. And thankfully um, we were able to, you know, get all the stuff inside. So I was extremely thankful for that. So thankful. I'm so appreciative of my friends. Like I'm like, y'all, like I know it's been like a long ass day. Like we got this, we got this fam. So what I ended up doing is, um, I told them I was like, you know, I'm gonna get some food, get some drinks, whatever. Just let me know what y'all want while I'm out, because I was gonna, you know, return the U-Haul, get my car. All right. So the last thing that you know really threw me for a loop that day was basically two of my friends got into like a verbal disagreement. So basically, one of my friends, she was saying how like when you know, guys helped her and her mom move, that typically, you know, once they move the stuff from point A to point B, they go ahead and set it up. So, you know, I had told y'all I had broke down my um my dresser, the mirror, the bed, you know, the stuff that was the big the really big stuff that had to be broken down before we, you know, could actually move. 
And so, you know, once we had all the stuff in and then, um, you know, I like had dropped the U-Haul off and like, you know, came back, you know, like uh, there were a couple of my friends who came who they were there like, you know, for shenanigans, but they hadn't helped us move. And so, you know, like I was dead ass tired. Okay. Like my friends who helped me move, like they was dead ass tired too. We was like chilling. Right. But somehow at some point something was said to the effect of like, okay, so, you know, y'all can put this together, you know, for my friend. And I can see how she thought that, but like, I was like, I was taken aback. I was thrown off because I wasn't prepared for that to be said. And I wasn't expecting it from my friends. And, like, my boyfriend was there. And, like, my friend from high school, he was there. And I was confused because I was like, okay, I didn't know this was happening. But, like, I guess so, like, that that's what's happening. And so my friend from high school, his friend was there. And, like, he left. And my friend from high school left. And I hadn't even, like, noticed that, like, people were starting to leave. But, um... You know, like, <laughs> we were not all on the same page, and I was confused, because, like, my friend, you know, like, took me aside in the kitchen and told me, like, you know, where she was coming from, and I, I was just thinking to myself, like, you know, like, I wasn't expecting that. I was tired as hell. I know they were tired as hell. Like, we was drinking, we was smoking, like, we was chilling, you know, so it was interesting, because, you know, I like all my friends to get along, and, like, it was their first time um, meeting each other, and so I was like... The vibe just turned kind of weird, and I was like, this is an interesting way to, you know, end the night. But it was unexpected, you know, like, you never know. And, you know, people have differences of opinions, different ways of thinking. And so, you know, and we ended up, um, we ended up talking it out, you know, the next day and all that jazz or whatever. Because at the end of the day, like, you know, we all cool, whatever, and, you know, boom, bop, bam. But um, it was definitely, it was definitely... A birthday unlike any other. A birthday unlike any other. Like, I'm telling y'all, like, do not move on your birthday. You think it's going to be fun. You think it's going to be fun games. Maybe you don't. And maybe I was just being naive and overly optimistic. But when I tell y'all, when I tell y'all all this stuff that went down, I was just like, at the end of the day, I was like, 25? Here we are. What wasn't expected to go like this. But here we fucking are. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Tea with Key.